Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. It's time for the Halloween special. Everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Stuff and Thangs podcast. It is the Halloween special for 2022. I am Sam. Joining me, my regular partner in crime, it's Stefan. Hello. Very spooky, dude. Very spooky. And and joining us to discuss Marvel's Werewolf by Night. It's super fan. It's Kaylee. Hello. Oh, God, Wasn't as good as Stefan. That was both, rubbish. You're both at it now. <laughs> I'm so glad you did it because if that had just been me, I would have sounded like a right dick. I can't. I can't be scary. I'm too nice. <laughs> and that's a lie to start the podcast. Wow. <laughs> What a whopper. Um, yeah, so it is the Halloween special. A uh, special thank you to my daughter, Phoebe, for her help with the intro, uh, followed by the rather epic Marvel Monsters intro, yeah. um, which uh, we're going to open podcast with story time. Uh, so basically, anyone who listens to our show on a regular basis will know I am a massive wimp. Horror, not for me at all. Not Not my genre, not my thing. I do not watch stuff, and just not me. So, uh, Werewolf by Night, you look at the trailer stuff like that, it looked like something that could be potentially full of jump scares. So I was kind of avoiding it. I was kind of, nah, this is probably not going to be for me. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch it. And then uh, Kaylee watched first, I believe, and sort of like, no, it's fine. Absolutely fine. No problem at all. There's nothing in it that's going to, there's maybe one jump scare, but nothing in it that's going to, Sam, you're, you're fine. And I was like, okay, well, all right, maybe maybe I'll give it a go. And then I sat down with my iPad late at night to watch it and my earphones in. And immediately we had that Marvel Monsters scream intro. And I was like, nope, nope, not a chance, not watching this. You got quite and, a bit and, of abuse for this on our Discord server because for being a wimp. It was quite funny. Yeah, yeah, a massively amount. Yeah, yeah, people, people laying to me all the time about it, but it's, I don't care. <laughs> I'm kind of like on this opinion, like if I'm going to pay or I want to be entertained, I don't want to scare the living out of myself. I have a very vivid imagination, and I have nightmares and bad dreams, and no, don't want to play. So that's that. But um, once the next day came around and sun was up, and I was watching on a TV. Rather than having headphones in, um, yeah, it was perfectly fine. I was okay. I, I got through it. I didn't cry in the corner or anything, and yeah, it was it was enjoyable. You wouldn't admit if you were crying in the corner anyway. Not no, now. no, no. I would. I would. <laughs> I'm 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 confident enough, and and I, I feel good enough in myself that I can openly admit when I am terrified. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, safe enough in my masculinity to go, nope, <laughs> and run away. <laughs> um, so, so just going around the room, then Stefan, we'll start with you. Uh, Werewolf by Night. It's um, a strange kind of concepty styling. Uh, what did you think? Very different. Very, very different to anything we have had so far. Um, yeah. Realistically, if I didn't know it was by Marvel, you probably wouldn't straight away go, oh, that's a that's a Marvel project, that is, because yeah. of how different it was. However, thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I did finish going, what the heck was that? That was yeah. crazy. But very yeah. enjoyable. Okay. Well, that's, that's off on a, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Kaylee, to you then, uh, like, you know, like Stefan just said, very styled, very different, very kind of uh, kooky. Uh, what, what were your thoughts? I 
Oh, well, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was so good. And I've watched it multiple times and everyone I speak to, I tell them to go and watch it immediately. Yeah. And half of the people go, that was brilliant. And the other half go, you're a weirdo. What was yeah. that? Yeah, that was but so I, weird. I it was so good. It was right up my street. And I loved that it was so different. Yeah. Like, I, there, there aren't enough complimentary words that I can use in this statement to say how much I loved it. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's yes. really good. Yeah. And I, I myself, I mean, the kind of styling of it and everything was obviously meant to be that kind of classic black and white horror kind of uh um, I, I don't know what era it was. I'm trying to put like a time frame on it. Thirties. I, I don't know where it was. You know the Frankenstein's monster and everything that first started hitting the screens. Yeah. Um, and and it was kind of fun being that way. Um, but at the same time, it did make me wonder because obviously the the idea of Werewolf by Night is introducing monsters into the MCU, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we are uh, entering a phase where we are going to get that. Uh, the movie Blade and that character, Moon Knight had already kind of started directing us that way a little bit with mummies. Yeah. Um. So it, it's kind of like, okay, we're here, you know, and this is, this is going to be kind of the kicking off point. With it being that, do you feel that the, the show, uh, Stefan, I'll put this to you first. Do you feel that the way they did it means that monsters in the MCU is always going to be a little bit kind of kooky in, in that kind of style? Or do you feel that this is just, just a one-off and the way it was black and white but then colour at the end suggests that this is the introduction and now we go into normality sort of thing? So I I did a bit of reading up on this before it came out. And okay. apparently there was, a, there was a lot of creative reasons behind the black and white filter. Um, okay. To get the old-fashioned horror story look and things like that, but yeah. one of the reasons they admitted to was to obscure the blood and gore in it. To therefore, yeah. it should avoid getting one of the TVA uh, TVMA ratings. Yeah. So they were trying to keep it as low a rating as possible to get it out on TV. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah, I think with the end of the film going into well, I'm going to call it a film, not a show, but the end of special it going, presentation. Special presentation. That's the one. <laughs> With it going into colour at the end, I feel like this was just a really fun introduction of kind of what's to come. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee, same question to you. What, what do you think? Um, yeah, I kind of agree with Stefan. And I think the, the black and white thing was really good and the styling was excellent. I think it was a really good way to kind of pay tribute, like you say, to the 1930s. Yeah. Even up to the seventies in some parts, you know, with the with the uh with the writing and stuff. Yeah. Um and it was fun, it was different. I would love to see the non black and white version because I actually really, really wanted to have that blood and guts and gore, which wow. is unusual for me because I don't like horror films. I, yeah. I will like will avoid them <laughs> if I can. So I was slightly disappointed, but yeah. it was perfect for what it was. Yeah. And it was a really fun way for them to have their moment and do this really out there different thing. Yeah. And then like you, bringing the colour back. Because they, they couldn't have done this all in black and white. They couldn't have had no, every monster no. going forward in black and white because that would just be silly. Yeah. But I, it does make me wonder how how gory the monsters are going to be. Is it yeah. just going to be like, oh, comic book monsters. Ah, or are we going to get some more kind of hardcore stuff? I don't yeah. know, but. I really liked it. I, I honestly, my my favorite thing since WandaVision. Wow. Okay. That's that's a big statement. Okay. Um. So so let's dive into it a little bit then. So one of the key things in this is everything is black and white except for one item, and that one item is the bloodstone. Yes. Um, the the bloodstone is kind of like this central uh, thing to this, where a gentleman known as Ulysses Bloodstone has died. Now, Ulysses' bloodstone, from what I'm seeing in this, and I'm basing it purely on the special presentation. I know a lot of information out there, comics, etc., but this is me purely from what I saw and piecing it together. He was kind of like the top guy when it comes to hunting monsters, um, and the bloodstone gave him this power. And we see throughout the special presentation, the bloodstone does have a lot of power, and literally from repelling 
monsters, beasts, to also being able to reveal them and, and various other things and kill them as well. Yeah. Um, we meet his widow, a lady called Averusa. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, Kaylee, I'm going to come to you first. What are your impressions of Verusa throughout the special presentation? She was an interesting lady. She is the quintessential evil stepmother, <laughs> married for money, married for status. Yeah. And she was, I mean, I love the woman who plays her. She's in, um, what was I watching? Oh, Desperate Housewives. And I like her in that as well. Wow. Um, but um, she, she was brilliant. And I think she, yeah, she was just this, Everything you'd expect yeah. from an evil, evil stepmother. She, um, you, you say she married for money and status and all that. She also does refer to Ulysses as being a lover without equal in front of her daughter, which was <laughs> one of those <laughs> moments which I loved. Um, uh, Stefan, what did you think of the the wicked stepmother? Yeah, um, I, I like the actually I like the description from Kay there. Like you know, the quintessential. She is the evil stepmom. That, yep. that daddy's gone and that's it, you're in trouble now, kid, get lost sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we kind of learn there's obviously a lot of uh, history between her and the main character, Elsa. Yeah. Um, not, I, I wouldn't say there's much of a, a loving relationship there, that's for sure. There, There's a line delivered to Elsa by her, which I wrote down because I was just like, it's sort of like the reversal of any, like if you go to a funeral and like people have fallen out or something like that, it's like, hey, you know, don't worry, you know, they still loved you, stuff like that, you know. But there was this line where she delivered that, she says, don't be easy on yourself. You were his greatest disappointment. Yeah, what a line. I know. <laughs> Just like, oh, damn, like, don't be easy on yourself. You were his greatest disappointment. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's an interesting woman. Uh, yeah. But we we do meet her. Uh, we do meet a deceased uh, Ulysses uh, via him animating himself, which was a very kind of old-fashioned horror, um, weird thing. Um, yeah, that was strange. Him, like, coming to life in the coffin and... Yeah. Talking about, have you heard she, this? Like, she... she um... The wife was just beside herself when he came mm. back to life, and it was yeah. the best thing ever. And you could just see this like fawning mm. woman. Oh, my, you're wonderful! You know, yeah. You've all witnessed this amazing thing, and everyone's kind of sat there going, "What the? Yeah, what the hell is going on? Yeah, what have I just witnessed?" Um, now what is going on here is these various people have arrived that are hunters. Uh, they've arrived at Ulysses' house because they are going to compete to get the Bloodstone. Uh, yeah. Clearly, historically, the Bloodstone would have passed to Elsa, his daughter, but due to the falling out and her being away, I think they say for nearly two decades, she has lost her right to automatically have it. But the, the wicked stepmother is going to allow her to compete for it with all these other hunters. Fight it out. Yeah. But the only reason she's allowing her to do that is because she thinks she can't do it and she'll yeah. be gone. She's, that, that'll be the end of her. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the fun little things, there's an interaction between one of the hunters who we learn is Jack. Um, and this hunter is sort of very quiet, keeping to himself, looking around the room. And there's all of these monsters' heads basically up on the wall. And this big Scottish guy who's a hunter says to him, he's like, oh, like, any of these your handiwork? And he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, I fought that one a few times. He's never looked more alive. <laughs> now, I don't know about you guys, but I was sort of looking around at these heads thinking, I'm going to recognise one of these or, <laughs> or something. Now, possibly comic book readers were having a field day over this. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. Did you spot any up on the wall that you thought, oh, that could be so-and-so? There was only one that I noticed. Okay. Um, but it was actually in one of the murals in the background of where Elsa and her stepmom are having a conversation. Yeah. Um, it is the comic book version of Gore from Love and Thunder. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I noticed, though. Oh, well, that's kind of fun that that was in there. Because obviously that came out, this came out just before. Yeah. 
Love and Thunder. So yeah, that was a nice little nod. Yeah, okay. Um, so, like we said, they've set this up. All these hunters and Elsa are going to go into what looks to be like a labyrinth, which I loved. It felt yeah. very kind of uh, ye olde and made me laugh. Um, and, um, I, I, I mean, I have to mention it because I think it's one of the best things ever in all of Marvel. Uh, flaming Tuba Guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that that is possibly the most over-the-top, pointless thing ever? Um, the flaming tuba. Yeah. Literally, you're, you're going to walk from here to there, but I'm going to walk with you with my flaming tuba. I, 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 I loved it. Absolutely. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was so over-the-top. Um, but it's in line with the rest of the show, right? Just yeah. the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, the, the word yeah. extra, you know, it's just like, yeah, okay, that was that was completely unnecessary. Go for it. Why not? Yeah. Um, once, once we see uh, the various hunters and everyone have entered this labyrinth uh, slash maze, they are looking for a creature that has had the bloodstone placed on it. Obviously, kill the creature, take the bloodstone, and and you are you are the new master of the bloodstone. Um, yeah. it seems kind of simple now. We see, we know that they're all going to be pitted against each other. Um, the wicked stepmother basically says, like, there's no special treatment for Elsa. You're all, it's all against all. You know, may the best hunter win. That's it. And they want to roll a dice to work out who goes in first. They all get really annoyed at the people going in first. Yeah, yeah. good old Jack. Um, Jack, Jack. Again, so far this guy's just really quiet really unassuming she's attributed a hundred odd kills to him as well which left me just like really that guy yeah <laughs> he, he just seems he just seems like he's so much more relaxed than everybody else um but he does go in and he's walking around and we have this moment where he walks into elsa and what's kind of amusing is elsa's sort of like not sure what to do ready to fight and he is just we could just walk past each other and she's so shocked she's like what <laughs> he's like you know i could walk that way you walk this way we don't have to actually fight and then out of yeah. nowhere the mad the mad scottish bastard starts swinging his axe at the pair of them um but what is so at this moment then because uh, i mean I, i've not worked out what jack's real goal is at this point yeah kaylee bringing you in what, what are your thoughts on jack at this moment sort of like the way he's bumped into elsa doesn't really want to fight seemingly just keeps to himself very quiet. Well, what's your thoughts on him so far? Um, so that was the one bit in the movie where I oh, film special presentation um, that actually made me jump when they bumped into each other. That was the only bit of the <laughs> whole thing where I went, oh. Um, okay. At this point, I was under the impression that he was just trying to get information or trying to get in with somebody. I couldn't quite work out that, obviously, had no idea what the end goal was for him um but it was just a really confusing moment for me I don't know what I thought in all honesty but it wasn't maybe maybe he knew Elsa maybe he was you know secretly in love with her and it was a story situation yeah um but I didn't I didn't get where it was going at that point at all no no that's uh no me neither uh Stefan what what did you think of sort of Jack and, and this sort of initial interaction yeah, I I was trying to work out kind of what, what his end goal was. It seemed very much like we saw the mad Scottish guy who was quite happy yeah. to swing away and try and kill anyone in his path. Jack's the complete yeah. opposite. Very, very quiet, yet he's got over 100 kills. So I'm kind of yeah. watching it. I'm like, okay, so is his kind of thing of don't kill humans, only monsters? Or yeah, is there kind of more to him than that? What's going to be... Lot of confusion. Like, what is his end goal? Why is he? Why did he not just get rid of her nice and quickly? Like, I mean, neither of them really had much of a weapon. I like the guy with the axe, but yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it didn't seem like watching it. It never looked like he was trying to find a weapon. No, no. You you know, just everyone else is looking over and under things and through things, trying to find a weapon, and he's just walking around like, okay, cool. Yeah, so not entirely like, sure. No, yeah. it's one of those things because, like. The the one you're always should be nervous about is the quiet, confident one. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the sort of like, you know, you see this massive six foot eight monster of a guy screaming and shouting. 
Okay, I'm more nervous of the guy who's sort of five five, <laughs> just stood quietly. Someone shouting at him, and he doesn't look worried. <laughs> that's that's the one I'm nervous of. <laughs> um, yeah. And so when he's walking around so calmly, confidently, I'm just sort of thinking to myself, clearly he's a badass. Clearly, at some point, he's going to break out something, and you're going to be like, oh damn, okay, yeah, all right. But no, that doesn't really materialize. Um, not not in this sense, anyway. Uh, we do see that uh, Joven, or a.k.a. Mad Scottish Git, um, does attack Elsa. Uh, she does escape him, but then runs into, I think the guy's called Lorne, Leorn, um, yeah. and she does actually kill him. Uh, cuts his arm off, um, which again was kind of funny. Now, we're talking about um, the MCU and the kind of difference in this uh, presentation, I'm fairly confident straight away cutting someone's arm off to use their weapon attached to their arm. I think that's a step up. I think that's I think that's a step up from where a lot of stuff in the MCU is straight away. I think that's a definite yeah, this is going to be a little bit more mature. I know I know it's black and white and we're not seeing blood go everywhere, but but they still I, just I, cut I, a guy's hand off to use his weapon and shoot at someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I did. I did think to myself, okay, there, there's a step up there. Um, so, so she's basically fighting her way through the people, uh, and then we see Jack um, get grabbed by a creature through a bush, and that for me was like, oh, Jack, oh no, Jack's in. Uh, what, what? Hang on. Um, Jack <laughs> is friends with the creature, and Jack, the creature is a man thing. The man AKA is. Ted. <laughs> AKA one of the heads on the Grandmaster's Tower in Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, so Man Thing, also known as Ted, is friends with Jack. And Jack is, we now learn that Jack has gone in there to save him. Um, and it would appear that this is not the first time Jack has had to go and try and save him. Uh, yeah. There's there's quite a back and forth between the two, which is funny. Um, Kaylee, what, what, what when that scene happens, are you kind of just laughing, or what? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was it was really funny, but again, there was a quick kind of <gasps> moment when I thought, yeah. oh no, that's it, that's the end of Jack. Yeah. Um, but when you see when you see Ted, you just yeah. see these eyes, yeah. and you can just see from his eyes that he's just. A doofus, I think. Is that the a right doofus. word? I don't know. You know, the lights are on, nobody's home. He's so cute and you just want to cuddle him almost. <laughs> just from looking at the eyes. Uh, um, I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'm quite there for cuddling straight away, but uh, I, I, yeah. will, I will say that what they managed to do with the eyes was make that very expressive. So um, when, when he's sort of in monster mode, he does kill a good few hunters, but then... Uh, there's this moment, um, I think is when Elsa calls him Ted and his whole body language changes. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of cute. All right, you're you're adorable. It's like <laughs> a calm word, isn't it? You know, yeah. like you have with a dog, you know, calm down, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. The sun's getting real low, big guy. Yeah. The sun's getting real low, oh God. Can you imagine? Um. So, so we, we get that, and basically Ted says, like, you know, I've got this explosive device, and, uh, sorry, Jack says, I've got this explosive device, and Jack doesn't look confident with this explosive device in any way, shape, or form, and he's like, I'm going to get you out of here. Um, they get separated, and Jack ends up with Elsa, locked in to, like, a family bloodstone tomb. Um, strange... Strange kind of interest. It's like the special presentation. You've got everything that's going on, and then you have this moment where everything just seems to pause, so these two can kind of talk. Um, uh, it's it's quite a good scene um, where you kind of learn the motivations of both of them quite clearly. Um, and Jack manages to get across like the Bloodstone. Don't give a crap. They're not yeah. interested whatsoever. Um, so. Let's make a deal. You help me get my friend Ted, <laughs> you know, out, and you have the bloodstone, and great, happy, thumbs up, no problem at all. We all leave. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Elsa's kind of on board. I mean, Elsa's focus is purely on the Bloodstone. Yeah. Uh, for her own reasons, I think, which is mostly around sticking middle finger up to her stepmother at the moment. It would appear that does seem to be her main motivation. Yep. That does appear to be a pretty key motivator for her. Um, and so they do go out, they manage to get out of there by a breaking... <laughs> She was, what was it? Uh, she says one of her great aunties was convinced she was going to come back from the dead, so kept keys in her tomb. Yes. I mean, that was that was kind of creepy and horrible, but fun at the same time. It was just that um, moment where she kind of has that brainwave of, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. My arm was I crazy. You did. Yeah. The whole, like, oh, my dad used to tell me these bedtime stories about how if I didn't behave, she'd come and grab me and drag me into her crypt. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's that's pretty a bit bit yeah. Adam's family going on with the bloodstones uh but Elsa so Elsa goes off um to find Ted Ted is killing a few and like we said we had this great scene where he's literally use his power appears to be like you can literally disintegrate someone by touching them yeah uh, which is quite a weapon by the way um, and he does, he disintegrates this guy right in front of her and she just goes, Ted? And his whole body language changes like, oh. Yeah. Um, must like kill, must kill. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I'm going to kill you. Oh, well, you know you know me as Ted. <laughs> How do you know me? Friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we good? Yeah. Um, and, and she kind of like, you know, your friend wants to meet you by, you know, uh, follow me sort of thing and she goes running off and ted chasing after her now jack seemed to be for me at the start of this like i'm thinking this is one badass quietly confident guy i then watch him try and use this explosive and think i think jack's a bit of an idiot yeah it's the bouncing off the wall and just falling off it and stuff oh it's yeah cracking me up. i mean it was so funny he just <laughs> He clearly lives in a world where he doesn't use modern technology or anything. He's, you know, he's off the grid. The world of monsters very much hidden away. Yeah. And there he is with this explosive device. And he's like, I'm not quite sure what I do with this. Yeah. <laughs> and then he manages to blow a hole in the wall. Ted escapes. But unfortunately, uh, Verusa and her guards with a couple of the hunters come down and we have a moment where Jack tries to pick up the bloodstone and is thrown from it. Yes. Um, I'm watching, don't really understand the significance of that until Verusa points out that ah, we have a monster among us pretending to be one of us. And I'm like, oh, Jack's, Jack's, a, Jack's a monster. Yes. And then, of course, you know, the whole show's called Werewolf by Night and... I'm kind of like, I got a fair idea I know what Jack is. Yeah, the, the penny dropped at that it point. It took me a moment. Sorry, Kaylee, say that again? No, I was just going to say, it took me a moment when, when he picked up the stone and he yeah. got thrown back. It was it was a, huh? Yeah. Kind of moment. And like you, it was like, oh, the title of the show. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was just kind of like, I've, uh, I've been following this, and I think his character's called like Jack Russell as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, okay, all right, fair enough. You you literally told me from the start. <laughs> I've, I've just not been paying attention. Fair enough. Writers, smart asses. Um, Verusa locks Elsa and Jack into a cage. Jack is going to be turned via the Bloodstone into a werewolf, and... Obviously, stepmother is going to quite enjoy watching a werewolf ripper stepdaughter apart, which is, I think, when you get to that stage, you realise your relationship has deteriorated to a level that's not going to be repaired. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think when your step parent is willing to allow a mystical creature to tear you limb from limb, you, you're not you're not getting on. You know, Christmas is cancelled. It's not going to be a thing. Um, <laughs> and we have this kind of weird moment where Jack just starts sniffing her all over. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I need to remember you. And yeah. she said to dad, Oh, does that work? Um, I'll once... I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was the way he kind of paused and looked there. And I'm like, Oh, please say yes. 
even if it's yeah. never worked, Jack, just say yes. It was a nice moment, though, wasn't it? It, yeah. it kind of broke the, the the whole tone of the thing. But yeah. I would like to know, and I don't know if we ever find out, um, mm. who was the one? Who was the one where it worked before? <laughs> yeah. I need to know. Who was the one before? Yeah. You said yeah. it worked once before. Well, yeah. with who? I, 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 I think, need to know that. I, th- I, think, I think maybe at some point you will. Um, God, I love how your mind works. It's like, oh, there's something, there's a question there that's not been answered. I need to know. <laughs> if anybody knows, please tell me. I yeah, need to who, know. Who was the one? <laughs> you watch, there's yeah, going to be someone sat there listening to his podcast going, ah! Night, I know. Monsters, Legion of Monsters, episode 12, actually tells you that. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. No. Sorry. Carry on. I was just going to say it's it's possible. It is possible. Someone Mm -hmm. will know. Get in touch. Let us know. Or or just as equally, if you just have a really funny, silly idea, send us that as well because I'll enjoy that. We always enjoy Um, that. So he is changed by the bloodstone, um, and he does transform in a very old-fashioned horror style Loved that. uh Elsa, Elsa is cowering in the corner and you see the shadow gradually transforming into a werewolf um it was great it was like a strobe effect um it was very old school horror very yeah it was it was fun it was kind of like that was that was good um I also love the fact that he grabbed Verusa through the bars um and 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 then use that as like the distraction to then jump up and rip his way out of the cage. Yep. Uh, that was that was kind of good. Um, the quick observation I want to run past the two of you. Um, do you think Verusa's guards look like members of the TVA? Yes. So oh, I had a discussion with somebody on this, um, and they weren't convinced. But I was. But their argument was they look the same, but they don't act and behave in the same way as what we're used to. Yeah. So that was that was the only that was the kind of debate that we had. But I was almost convinced that it was them. So my mind is still open, I guess. Well, well they do. I mean, they do look the same and they're carrying very similar style weapons, albeit not disintegrate, not melt sticks, yeah. um, but, but <laughs> like electric shock rods. It just... I, I don't know whether it was a conscious thing or whether they just had a lot of those uniforms left over from props. I, don't know. <laughs> I love that. We need some yeah. uniforms for this. Oh! Yeah, just, just, well, it's going to be black and white. Just cover the TVA logo and you're fine. Yeah. Um, but it does kind of throw you for a loop because when you watch the the whole thing, obviously the, the um, whole way it's presented is very vintage. You've got the yeah. cigarette wounds and this, you know, all the stuff happening in the spots on the screen. And then you've got Elsa dressed in quite modern clothes. Yeah. So, you know, when is this happening? Is this today? Is it, you know, yeah, no, years ago? no, no. It's, it's, it is today. It's just, That's it's just another thing to kind of throw to tr- almost throw you off to make it, <clears throat> yeah, make you question what's happening. I think I think the idea is that Ulysses Bloodstone operated in that kind of way. His kind of ye olde worldy and that's why Elsa left I think um you know this is just me putting this out there but it is definitely set now it is definitely set modern times and I think yeah once Elsa takes the bloodstone and everything becomes color everything becomes real almost everything becomes up to date is because she's now in charge you know this this yeah. past someone who's going to modernize or someone who's going to live in the real world not this kind of faux thing that he, he put together um but like i said i mean uh he does get out jack as as the werewolf and just rips through a lot of people there's some great yeah. blood splatter on the camera scenes you know proper horror stuff uh one shots um static cans where he's just jumping and you can see like oh no ah! you know like run away but i'm frozen with fear and the guy's are gonna rip my throat out yeah <laughs> um we see a lot of that. Uh, do you think so? Do, do, so when, when all, the, all of that was happening, and even with Verusa at the beginning, for yeah. having such a short relationship with these people, like 20 minutes in, yeah. that it was so satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> to uh, see this happen, which I think that's, that's a really good achievement to make me feel 
like that so quickly is brilliant. Uh, seeing seeing Ver- so Verusa, um, we we see. Sorry, just to go get to the point. Elsa rips through a couple of the hunters and does it very well, like very convincingly badass kills them. Yeah. Um, and then Verusa confronts her, you know, because she lets him go. Um, you know, he's like, you failed to kill the monster. And she's got this great big gun, like elephant gun sort of thing. And then Ted drops in and disintegrates her. That moment of her being killed by Ted was so satisfying. And like you just said, then we've, she's been on screen for 20 minutes, maybe. But I still felt so good that she was taken out. <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh, yes, she had to go. <laughs> so, bye. Yeah. Yeah. And there's it's such a fine line with stuff like that because she was able to create this awful, horrible little character so quickly. You're kind of like, could be fun to have this awful, horrible character kick around. But then at the same time, I think it just, it was perfect. You know, yeah. you, you felt that ultimate, yes, she's gone. <laughs> that was, um, and that's what you want from a one-shot thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, you know, and it's really hard to do that yeah. well, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree it is. Um, Ted uh, is just kind of stood there looking at Elsa, who says he went that way and he just plods off, which yeah. oh, I loved. <laughs> yeah. Just just kind of like, okay. <laughs> And just plods off like a big dog, basically. Um, and, but, but did you notice he picks up clothes on the way out? Yes. Yeah, I, I kind of love that. Yeah. It, these two have clearly been companions for some time. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of love that. Like, oh, he's transformed into a werewolf. I better pick him up some clothes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was kind of incredibly cute. Uh, the, the, the manservant who was... Clearly the servant of Ulysses and now Verusa. Uh, and like, oh, my lady, because clearly Elsa's now in charge. And she's like, yeah, you can just start clearing all this shit up. <laughs> and I love just that. Like Self-preservation, job preservation, you know. Yeah, just like, real life today. <laughs> there's like dead bodies everywhere. And there's this guy just like, oh, okay, great. I'll, I'll, I'll get, get on. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the mop and bucket, shall I? <laughs> yeah, I, I can do some of it, but you're going to need someone to fix the roof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, so that, that kind of funny. I mean, it made me laugh, like, you can start cleaning this shit up. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, she's charming. Uh, but then she does sit down with the bloodstone, and everything starts to go to colour, uh, which is what we've mentioned. And when that happens, uh, we get the classic somewhere over the rainbow playing. Now, I don't want to say they've stolen this from the Wizard of Oz, but I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think I think lovingly borrowed is how they'd like to put it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, um we get that we get that kind of playing and then we see uh, an old-fashioned record player, very old-fashioned in the middle of a woods. Yeah. And Jack waking up from like a sort of in a hut. And there's uh there's Ted making making a nice brew, a bit of breakfast on the go I think, yeah. um, and the two of them just sit there like old friends sat by the side of a lake, having a chat. Uh, you know how are you? Yeah, I'm good. You? Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah, like, I saved you. Uh, yeah, but I saved you as well. Yeah, yeah. And then they decide to go get sushi. Yeah. And that's, and that's like the end of a great day. And that's basically that's basically <laughs> the end. Yeah, the, the special presentation is finished. Uh, Jack has saved his friend Ted. Elsa now has the bloodstone, and that was that was our special presentation. Um, I think it was one of these things where it, it finished, and I just kind of sat there looking at it, going, "What? I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think I really like that, but I don't know. <laughs> like I." I think I enjoyed that. I, I'm not sure. It was so odd. Oh, it was very See, I knew different. straight away, as soon as it finished, yeah. I was ready to watch it again. And I have. I've watched it multiple times since. And I'm glad I didn't wait until Halloween today to watch it. How, how many times have you seen it? Um, I think it's four now. Wow. Okay. Because um, I watched it that first night. Then yeah. I watched it the day that you watched it. Then I made Ryan watch it. And then I made the kids watch it. What you I made like made the kids one. What do the kids think, by the way? Um, Hudson 
was a bit kind of, eh, yeah, it's fine. Um, because it was black and white. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he, he kind of saw the attraction. Logan really, I think Logan actually really appreciated it because we watch like vintagey stuff all the time and there was a few things in there and he went, oh, oh, that, that's like this and that's like that. And, oh, yeah, well, that's good. That's Both thing. kids said, oh, this is like school and that. said, mommy is very strange. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, mommy made me watch a scary thing. Yeah. What, he, we watched Scream the other night. Um, what? Yeah, and he kind of sat there. He was like, is, is that it? I was like, oh, Wait, all right, then. Are we talking the original Scream or the new one? The original Scream. Okay, okay, the original Scream. Right, right. We started Scream wow. 2 last night. But I, I it only got to have to ask. Yeah, you know, I only have to ask because the other night, uh, Child's Play was on TV. And I went, oh, my God! Put it on, and it was the new version, which is crap. So I had to go back and watch the old version. Um, no. No, you're talking about horror stuff now. No, moving on. But they're not, they're slasher films. They're not horror films. Yeah, but that's still... Chucky's not scary. It's a frigging toy that comes to life. When you're a kid (laughs) with toys on your bed, it's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) You're both horrible, mean people. It's a Halloween special. Don't talk about anything spooky or scary, though. No, 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 it's... (laughs) Yeah, it's a Halloween special where we will discuss Werewolf by Night, and we have. That, that was it. That was it done, and I'm I'm happily going to go hide now from all the kids that are going to knock on my door dressed as gremlins later. Um, gremlins are scary. No, I know gremlins. It was a joke. God. <laughs> anyway. You don't get them very often, so you can see where I struggle. <sighs> Sorry, 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 Kaylee. Would would you would you like to open this up? Would you would you like to go there? Okay, all right, fine. No, you pick on me enough. I, I do thinking. not. I'm a delight. Mm, okay. That's what my mummy said anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I mean that that was it. I mean that was Werewolf by Night. I mean I think the key thing is now is what happens next. Um. This as a special presentation for Halloween, I think it was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But everyone has said Kevin Feige, including several other people in interviews, said yeah, this does open the monsters door. This is you know telling us that yeah, this world does exist inside the MCU. This is what I'm interested um, for because. We- they are members of the original legions of monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Morbius is part of that, but obviously he is currently with Sony. Yeah. Um, Ghost um, Rider. Please. Yeah. He's part of it. Um, Marvel have got Ghost Rider because he appeared in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Marvel have re- do have Ghost Rider, and there is a lot of discussion at the moment about who that could possibly be. And I've seen the most recent link, and I th- I think it could work, and I think it could work quite well, but I'm just not sure if the particular actor would do it, and that's Keanu Reeves. Okay, yeah, that would that would work. Yeah, because I, 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 I think the, the the way that character is, um, if anyone's seen the John Wick films, I think you could easily merge that kind of styling with it and and it really worked quite well that could work that's the most that's the um rumor that has been the least offensive to me this week yeah 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 there yeah yeah there there, there are lots of casting rumors constantly but the, i think the reason why that one has a lot of legs to it is because keanu reeves on a talk show some time ago said that he had been in discussions with marvel over a character wouldn't reveal who it was but it was one he was really interested in um and a lot of at that particular time it was when there was a lot of talk about the midnight suns yeah um and basically marvel trying to create yes you got the avengers and you got these big galactic threats and everything but also we want to come down to the street level we want to come down to create a series of either shows or special presentations or or films which are going to be like team-ups so the the idea appears to be at the moment what they want to do is create series for disney plus which will then pay off into special presentations so for example we've had this with werewolf by night we've met elsa etc now we potentially could get a show where um you know some another character moon knight for example has had his own show could we see a crossover could that crossover then lead to a team up which would then be a special presentation on its own 
um, like the Midnight Suns being a special presentation. Um, I think the big one at the moment, and it's the one that's causing the most, the obvious one, the biggest character I think for most people will recognise from this side of Marvel, the kind of beasts and monsters, is the character Blade. Yes. Um, played very successfully by Wesley Snipes in the sort of late 90s, 2000s. Um, the character, I think, is the one best known from that this side of the comics. I'd say so, yeah. Um, and they've they've announced and have been talking about a film for a long time. The film was filming uh, in production and it, it all came to an absolute shuddering halt. And the kind of stories that are out there at the moment is that Kevin Feige is, a lot of people will be aware, some won't, Kevin Feige was very hands-on to every single movie in the MCU until Phase 4. In Phase 4, Kevin Feige has trusted people to move on because Disney moved him to try and do some stuff with Star Wars. Kevin Feige has returned, and there are a couple of projects um, which he's really unhappy with, and one of them is Blade. Uh, the lead actor apparently was very unhappy with the script, and Kevin Feige's looked at it and gone, yeah, this isn't it. This isn't the film. So they have scrapped it. It is being rewritten. So all the stuff that's been shot's being scrapped. The director was fired. It is currently, it was classed as in, uh, in production. Then it got moved to pre-production. And now it's just been completely, it's nothing. We'll start again and try again, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, when you see yeah. Kevin Feige on stage, he always looks like such a happy, like, such a big presence, so happy and so in yeah. love with everything Marvel. <laughs> you can yeah. just imagine him walking into a boardroom, throwing a chair and telling everyone to get out. You all suck. Get out. Do it myself. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that, that's that's actually one of the stories that's done the rounds from pretty reliable, pretty reliable sources. Um, uh, people that nail stuff when it comes to releases and dates and times and stuff. So clearly do have very good insight at Marvel. Yeah. And the story is that in a, in a script meeting for secret wars, he lost his temper to the point. He actually threw a chair and broke a desk. Um, wow. I love just, that. Yeah. I absolutely love the idea of him. Doing I mean, that. but don't, it's like when you, and I will say this, and I have had situations like this, and I imagine both of you will understand as well. For him, the MCU is his baby, his project. Yep. And I think his bosses moved him away from that to help set something else going, and now he's come back to it, and he's gone, what What have you done? <laughs> you doing? Now, I can say to this, and I, Kaylee, I'm sure you can, Steph, I'm sure you can, there's times in your working life where you've done something and you've set it up and you've gone, right, okay, person, you run with this now because I've set that up, it's idiot-proof, <laughs> you know the formula, it works, go. Yeah. You've taken your eye from it and then you've come back and you're like, what the, how, how have you cocked that up? Yep. Um, and it would appear that that is, you know, from the outside looking in, that would appear to be where he's at right now. And that's not to say that everything in Phase 4 he's unhappy with, uh, because that's not the case at all. He's talked a lot about stuff in Phase 4 he's really proud of, including She-Hulk, by the way, for anyone who wants to know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think what it is, is he likes to see uh, an interconnectivity. He likes to see the MCU... When you watch a project or you see whether it's the show on Disney Plus or anything, you, you have that interconnectivity. What's happened in Kevin's absence is they've given directors free reign. So Taika, for example, on his film, James Gunn for Guardians 3, yeah. they basically said to them, like, you guys know what you're doing, crack on. Which means that there is a lot of disjointedness now. There is a And a lot of people have felt that, kind of like doesn't have that same feel to it like things are being filmed in different styles things are being filmed in in sort of different ways like a director has his own take on how i want to film this yeah it phase, doesn't look like a marvel film phase one to three was so organically linked yeah every character bumped into another one or something happened that related yeah. that one to yeah. that one and it was colson. All so <laughs> well mainly colson yeah but yeah. it was so organic the whole thing yeah 
And then we've said, like, we're, we're blaming it a lot on the multiverse and things like that, but a lot of things happened in Phase 4 that we kind of sat there going, but where's that, where is that going to link to anything? What is that yeah. going to... What? And, and I yeah. think it, I think it could be just one of those situations where it's a massive tapestry, and until you get far enough back from it, you're not going to see it. You yeah, know, it's one of those things where, whilst you're watching every project, you're not quite seeing it, and then when you step back, then I think uh, also there's a certain demand on them now, which is from Disney Plus, which is give us content. Yeah, and I think their solution to that is. Okay, well, let's introduce monsters. Let's introduce this. Let's do this. You know, the animated uh, zombies series that's coming is TVMA. Yep. You know, that that is not standard 12, 12A Marvel stuff. That is definitely going for a mature audience, even though it's animated. So I, I think from the monsters point of view and what they can do on Disney+, Plus, I think you will see a kind of step up in that regard of... of um, a mature, mature side of it. We know they've announced Deadpool, uh, Deadpool three. Well, okay. Here's a funny thing, and it, it will possibly come to the end of our show on this one. Marvel haven't announced Deadpool three. I was gonna say I've seen nothing from Marvel, only from those two themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so terrified. Here's, here's a conspiracy theory. Ryan Reynolds has decided he's doing a film with Hugh Jackman and has announced it to force the hand of the studio. Well, it's very clever and and totally something that he would do. Isn't totally that, something he would do. Got, he got Deadpool 1 or Deadpool 2 by doing yeah. exactly that. He released so, footage. So, yeah, so he did this test footage. It. Yeah, so he did this test footage that Fox shelved and said, no, no, it won't work. And somehow, somehow that footage got leaked onto the internet. Definitely not by Ryan, no. Definitely not by Ryan. Like, what does this button do? Oops. Um, and he he has said in many an interview, just like, wow, don't know how that happened. And it caused this massive clamber for it, and Fox basically then had to make the movie. Yeah. And they did massive success. They then greenlit a sequel, massive success again. Yeah. Um, and now, obviously, Disney bought it. And you kind of look at it and you go, Deadpool, Disney does not mix. No. That that doesn't, the two shall not meet. However, Marvel are very keen to do stuff now, which is both continuing the MCU in the same vein, but here's something a little bit more adult as well. Um, and so Deadpool does fit into that. But where it fits in the overall time frame and release schedule, it's kind of amusing that it's not there. It's been announced by Ryan Reynolds with a date and Hugh Jackman <laughs> yeah. uh, in probably one of the biggest viral things of the year. Yeah, and no, still nothing from Marvel at all confirming it. It's a very clever marketing strategy, though, isn't it? Because oh, if it goes massively, to up, then massively. they can kind of wash their hands of it and walk away and Ryan Reynolds can just go, joking, got you. Now, right now, it's perfect because I don't think they've... I, I personally believe that with Kevin coming back, he's looking at all of this scheduling and going, well, that's shit. You're not putting that out in our name. No, that can go. Mm. That can go. So right now, when they're... Because you notice a lot of stuff had their dates pushed back as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think like five projects now have all been pushed back. And so it's a case of, I think he has gone in, gone through this stuff and gone, okay, I've read this script. How does this link to this? And the director's gone, was I, was I supposed to link it to that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. And so I, I just get the impression is, okay, everyone back to school. And that's probably why that release schedule isn't out there now. The director, the fact Black that, Panther are sitting there going, oh, thank God we only had three weeks and it came out. You can't. Yeah. He can't do anything with this one. He Woo-hoo! can't do anything to us. I, I tell you what. I tell you what. I, interestingly, the director for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is being tapped now as the new director for Secret Wars. Oh, like a lot of people are saying that after after Wakanda Forever, apparently Kevin Feige is in talks with him about doing. Yeah, you because know, the Russo brothers did uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and after that film. 
Kevin Feige went right. Okay, you guys, you're you're the guys who are going to do you know Avengers. Yeah. Um, and they they, they are for me. I think they did a great job. Yep. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if perhaps yeah the the director I think it's Ryan Coogler. I could right. be completely yeah. wrong. Um, yeah, he he's he's being linked with possibly possibly being the man to bring the Secret Wars. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's interesting because that's what you want. You want people who have have got that passion and that spark. Yeah. And for Kevin to go and pull Blade. Yeah. A, it must have been horrendous because yeah. it's got such a huge following already. You cannot pull something like that up. Well, well apparently it had a ninety-minute runtime, which again, okay, it's very short. But in the night, in the in the ninety minutes, there was one action sequence. But that's boring. Well, yeah, if you think about that character, is what, what it should be walk back to back. You know, yeah. he's not going to be, you know, strutting down the street. Oh hi! No, no, he, no he's that, not. He's not. Well. You know, he's not sitting around chatting. Really, that guy. No. He's literally a no. hunter. That sounds so, like a hell of a long origin story to get him to current day in a fight scene. Yeah. 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 And, but yeah. Do we need all of the origin story? For, for for blade. But this this is it. This is the debate because like I I personally enjoyed the fact that when the MCU brought Spider Man in, I didn't have to watch Uncle Ben die again. Yeah. You know, it was like every time they relaunched Spider Man, I was like, oh no. No, the bastards killed Aunt May instead, didn't they? Unbelievable. Yeah, they, they did. They did. But it took them three films to get there. Still at hurts. Least. But, but my 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 point is, and spoiler alert for anyone who's not seen that yet. Um, <laughs> oh, my, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But my um my my thing was you don't need that like everyone knows I say everyone most people know who Blade is yeah. so I think you can bring him in in a kind of uh, here he is and this is what he's doing everyone's up to date you know you don't need a, a, bit of a flashbang type thing yeah you don't need a ninety minute origin movie if that no. makes sense but. It, yeah, just such, just such a strange, like so much strange stuff about that film. Like, you, I just can't understand how it got as far as it did without anyone looking at that script going, "Yeah, this is this is crap." Like they've but got especially the when, especially actor. when the lead actor is screaming. Yeah. Apparently, like this is rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, this was our Halloween special. We've had a good chat about Werewolf by now, by Night. Sorry, and various other projects. Um, Marvel will continue to roll forward. The next Marvel project that is hitting the screens is Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Uh, I believe both of you already have your tickets lined up. I do. Am I yeah. right? Yep. First yeah. showing so, on the 11th of the, in the morning. So there you go. Uh, so we will bring you a show discussing that movie uh, basically as soon as all three of us have seen it. Um, and then we will have that here for everyone as you've seen the film. It looks like it's going to be Epic. a great piece of cinema. It, it really looks impressive. Um, my my hope is with it that the trailers aren't telling me the whole story. I'm, I'm hoping. Convinced, uh, I'm convinced that they're doing a fake out of the trailer. Convinced. I'm, I'm hoping so because otherwise I feel like I've seen the film. Yeah. Um, like the first trailer was beautiful. It showed me nothing but showed me everything. I think there's now been five, um, and I feel like okay, so that happens, that happens, that happens, that happens, yeah. and and sure is the new Black Panther. Okay, so if there's no like, if that is literally it, the film, uh, I am going to be a little bit gutted. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but hopefully, hopefully there's going to be a lot more to it, uh, twisty, turny things. But anyway, uh, like I said, this was the Halloween special. Uh, Stefan, say goodbye to the lovely listeners. Goodbye. That was rubbish. Nice. No. See you later. Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, and Kaylee, say goodbye to everybody. I'm just going to say goodbye. Bye. Smart move. Until next time, everyone, you will take care. Tonight, it is every hunter for themselves. Good luck. I'll be rotting for you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.